Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. So the other day, me and my dog met up with his godpa and godma. They live abroad and it's been several years since we last saw them. So we met them for tea and as usual, it's always great fun when we get together. They're just so full of life and laughter, you know, so kind and generous. They're the kind of people who are not just generous with their money, but generous in spirit as well to humans and animals. I told them how much I appreciated them for the authenticity of our friendship. And that's when Russell's godma said, you know, life is too short. Don't waste time on people who don't care about us. Spend time with people who do. Now, this seems obvious, and it really doesn't take a genius to figure that out. But isn't it scary how many of us, myself included, have spent years being unaware that when we spend time and effort on people who don't care about us, we're actually chasing after their love, their friendship, their approval, or their acknowledgement. Sometimes we stay friends with people out of obligation while not knowing that they're doing the same thing. I mean, they don't really like us. They're just staying with us for, I don't know, out of politeness or, or who knows what reason they stay with us for. But isn't it such a waste of time for both parties? And it's not just a waste of time, you know, it, it pulls you down. When you're amongst fake people, you're in a place of low frequency. All the good stuff like love, honesty, and integrity don't live there. Only transactional relationships and friendships exist in low frequency. And yet, sometimes it's just so hard to leave that place of pseudo-love and friendship. It's like a case of, well, at least it's something. I really don't know if I can get anything better. Or maybe it could be because we don't even recognize a bad deal when we see it. And that's because we don't love ourselves enough. But here's the thing. When we dare to leave that place and go within and self-reflect, we raise our own frequency. Firstly, because we've let go of dead weights. I mean, we've walked away from the drama that distracts us. And we no longer cling to obligations or expectations that only keep us guessing and fretting. Guessing and fretting over a friendship is just a waste of time. You know, all this drama that people create, it's what the ego craves. Once we realize that it's the ego that's clinging onto situations that are unhealthy for our soul, we can just let them go, you know, just like that. Secondly, when you go within with a genuine intention to grow spiritually, your external circumstances will change to help you. It could be pleasant if you're lucky, but in most cases, it's downright horrendous and painful. But once you set that intention and you ask for help, you will get it. Just not necessarily in the way you expect or want. So once you ask the universe for help, don't micromanage. Just go through all the challenges that come your way, because that's how we grow. And growth is never pleasant. It's never what we expect. I promise you, once you raise your frequency, you're several steps closer to self-love. And you'll naturally attract people that are the same level of high frequency. They could be new friends or even old friends that come back into your life. 
that place of high frequency is where love is in so many different forms that you never imagined. And it's all unconditional. But it also takes time to get there, yeah? The journey towards self-love requires a great deal of courage. And when we look at our screwed up lives, everything seems all jumbled up like a huge ball of tangled up yarn. I mean, where do we even start? We can start by untangling a little each day and by being patient with ourselves. Being patient with ourselves is already a good start to self-love. Most importantly, we have to have a genuine intention to develop self-love, self-awareness and spiritual growth. The easy way is to look externally, and that's why most people do that, but that keeps them stuck in low energy vibration. When you're honest with yourself, when you know exactly when it's your ego speaking, when it's society speaking, or when it's your higher self speaking to you, you're already halfway there. You know, I've wanted to give up so many times. Why do we have to work so hard at self-love? Why don't we just grab whatever there is and hope that they'll make us happy? Well, I'll tell you why it's a bad idea. Because it's not sustainable. Because we can't control another person. We can't control circumstances. Now, I have for you some tips on how to know you're in a place of low frequency. And this is where we have to know the difference between being judgmental and being discerning. Being judgmental is assuming the worst of someone when you know little or nothing about them and disagreeing with their decisions or their lifestyle when it doesn't really affect you. So that's being judgmental, but being discerning is about walking away from someone whose energy affects you in an unhealthy way. So let's get down to it. Number one, do you hang out with people who are constantly complaining but never actually doing anything about it? Do they have a victim mentality where it's always someone else's fault, whether it's sexism or racism or whatever ism that they come up with? This means that they don't hold themselves accountable for anything. By that, I don't mean it's their fault that life treats them badly. What I mean is that they don't take responsibility for doing something about what they're unhappy about. And this kind of learned helplessness serves them because it allows them to be perpetual victims, you know. And if you hang out with them too much, this attitude will infect you. It's contagious. Number two, do you have friends who are drama addicts? There's always something, whether it's real catastrophes or imagined. They're not happy unless they're unhappy. And the glue that holds you together is mutual misery, anger, or boredom. These are really dangerous distractions from self-reflection. But when you do your inner work, you rise above that negativity, misery, and the need for drama. Number three, these are friends who contact you once in a blue moon, and every time they do, it's either for a favor, for advice, or maybe it's because they have nothing better to do and they just need someone to fill the space. You know this to be the case because they disappear on you again until the next time they have nothing to do. So ask yourself, why do you entertain them? Is it because you're looking for something to fill the space too? Or is it because you're a charitable person so you give them your precious time? Number four, are there people in your life that you feel the need to constantly explain to 
to keep explaining long after a conversation is over? Do you ruminate on what you should have said and how you should have replied? Those may not be your true friends, but they're still important because they came into your life to trigger certain parts of you that need to be worked on. So be grateful for their part in your spiritual journey, but but you don't have to hang on to the friendship. Some people are energy vampires who are either consciously or unconsciously creating a need in you to keep explaining to them because, well, it gives them a kick and sometimes it makes them feel they have power over you. Now, this may be on a subconscious level, yeah, so I'm not saying that they're necessarily bad people, but for yourself, find out why you need to explain to them. There's probably something there your higher self wants you to reflect on. Number five, gossip mongers. You know, those who bitch and gossip about their best friends, and then you see them on social media hugging each other and liking each other's posts, that kind of people. Well, chances are they're bitching about you behind your back. Not that it's a crime, but why would you spend time with people like that? They use you as a sounding board to bitch about their friends, and then they use their friends as a sounding board to bitch about you. These people either know what they're doing and they get off on it, or they have really low self-awareness. Whichever it is, they live in a very low frequency. Wouldn't you rather be in a more positive environment? Number six, dear narcissist, bless your soul. I'm sorry you had a bad childhood, but if you're not willing to rise above your past and stop manipulating others just to feel better about yourself, you're not my problem anymore. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Oh, this is getting too depressing. I'm not going to continue with the list, but you get my drift, right? Look, it's really not important how others behave. I mean, they can behave however they like, but what's important is that we question why we hang out with them. Why are we still friends with them? And again, this is not about being judgmental. It's about being discerning. It's about how much self-respect and self-love we have for ourselves it's about how much precious time we're willing to waste on people who don't genuinely care for us. So when you stop hanging out with them, their bad vibes will gradually just dissolve and drift away from you. And you'll have a better chance at raising your own frequency. But you won't be able to do that for as long as their bad vibes are clinging on to you. It's like detox, you know. You can't absorb nutrition if you don't clean your gut first. So in the same vein, you can't nourish your soul if you don't get rid of bad energy first. I swear to you, the moment you get rid of their vibes, your frequency will start to rise. The precious time you used to spend on them can now be better spent on someone else or something else. This enriches your life because cutting those people off can raise your energy vibration to a level where genuine people function at. That's where you want to be. Imagine you're a helium balloon tied to rocks. Once you cut off the strings, you're going to soar up into the sky. And that's what it's like when you cut off toxic people. And you'll notice that the negative friendships will start dissolving. Let them. You don't need to explain anything. They won't understand anyway. They might resent you or feel betrayed by you. That's their problem. Changing your frequency to a higher level and hoping that they would follow you is not betraying them but staying stuck in a lower frequency to keep them company is betraying yourself. The choice is yours. 
You see, there's no mystery in the law of attraction. What it is, it's simply that when you raise your energy vibration, you're transported to a different reality, one where better quality people and situations exist. So don't wish for a better relationship. Don't wish for better friends or better life circumstances. Wishing does jack. Instead, work on your own spiritual growth and better relationships, better people and better situations will connect with you. If you want to know how you're doing in your spiritual growth, just be aware of the different types of friendships you have. I want to finish off on a positive note with what self-love really is. You see, self-love is not the same as self-care. Self-care focuses on the external. It's still important, but we need to know the difference between self-love and self-care. Self-love is not blind toxic positivity. And it's also not malignant, like narcissism. Self-love comes from introspection, from knowing yourself, your strengths, weaknesses, and your flaws. Self-love comes with being grateful to yourself for never giving up on yourself. Self-love assures you that you're okay, even as the world crumbles around you, even if you have nothing. Self-love comes from accepting your flaws while patiently working to improve yourself without judging your progress, whether you're going too slowly or whether it's fast enough, you know. Self-love is the unshakable inner knowing that you're connected to and guided by life itself. And you know that you have self-love when you have something money can't buy. And there are many people in that reality. Why hang on to those that are not willing to go there? Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it. 